You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's your boy Steve, and um, what's up, Steve? <laughs> It's your boy Steve, and today we're here for Cyber Time by episode ninety nine. Holy crap! Woo! Episode ninety nine. Can you believe that? Can you believe that episode ninety nine? Next episode is gonna be the one hundredth episode. Like, dude, this is amazing. I, I want to thank everyone for the last ninety eight episodes. For for being here and supporting me, this is awesome. This is great. I love it. I love all this. Um. Oh boy, I, I'm gonna save all my thanks and whatever's for the 100th episode. But today for episode 99, I am here with Vampire Ninja 07. What's up? <laughs> That's my gamer tag. Uh, oh, on what Xbox or PS4? All of them. You're on PS4 as well. Yeah, I have I have Xbox, I have Nintendo Switch, I have uh, PlayStation Four. It's my Battle.net account for my Blizzard games too. Are you uh? Are you into Tekken? Is Tekken one of the games you play? Tekken's one of the games I play. I like a lot of fighters. Oh boy! Guess guess what? Guess what's going down after this interview, everybody? <laughs> I don't think I have it downloaded on my Xbox One right now, so. No, I have on PS4. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't have a uh, online for my PlayStation Four because uh, I don't get the uh, subscription service for PlayStation Four for free like I do Xbox, uh, because of silly things at work. So, like, like, oh, <laughs> just like, like they bring that oh effect in. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, yeah, right now, like. Kingdom Hearts, God of War, and Final Fantasy VII are all occupying all the space on my PlayStation Four hard drive. Hard drive so, <laughs> Final Fantasy isn't there? Isn't uh, what, what's that guy's name? That emo dude from the new in the new Final Fantasy? Isn't he in Tekken Seven? Yeah, Noctis is in uh, Tekken Seven as a playable character. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, the the thing, the weird. Here's the weird thing. I mean, Tekken is such a popular pop culture game now that now they're like, like you know bringing in like famous people like 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 that guy from the walking dead and Noctis from from final fantasy and uh that one guy from street fighter <laughs> oh yeah but like the the one with street fighter that kind of makes sense anyhow because they had a street fighter cross tekken uh versus game there so having them kind of swap characters every now and then uh isn't that big of a deal yeah but like when you really think about it i mean when you play street fighter versus tekken is literally a street fighter game with tekken characters in it when you really think about it it, it is it is but like, which made tech tekken players kind of go like ah, i hate this freaking control scape yeah because i don't blame you yeah, because cause if you're going to have a Street Fighter versus Tekken game, you don't take the Tekken out of the Tekken. You take the Street Fighter out of the Street Fighter for that case. <laughs> or you could have made it so that there was, like, two options available so that it's like, okay, here's the Street Fighter control scheme. Here is the Tekken control scheme. And have fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go. Have, have your fun. <laughs> I, I, I never played the game, but I'm a huge Tekken fan, so maybe... May, that I'd probably pass it up because I'm not a big fan of the Street Fighter way of fighting, but right. But I but I did the other day uh, beat Tekken two, three, four, and seven's arcade modes, and that was hard, but I did it. They 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 do get hard, and especially if you're not good with like certain characters, because I would just play through like the arcade and stuff just to unlock everyone's endings and get costumes and stuff. And some of the different endings also kind of link together with different characters and their different relationships and stuff. And I wanted to see how like some of those played out. 
but like the some of the characters i just sucked so i'd have to sit there and like spam like one button because it was the only button that managed to work as quickly or as effectively as i needed it and just cheat the system in order to get it what? wasn't proud of it but i unlocked what i needed <laughs> how about uh who's your favorite who's your uh who's your second character like who's your character in Tekken? Uh, Nina Williams, I think it is. I'm a I'm a Paul guy. There's the Alicia uh, in the the new one. She's cool because she's a, a vampire type character, but like she's also got narcolepsy, so she's like she'll just randomly freaking fall asleep on me. Like stop it, <laughs> but. And she's weird enough where, like, if you play her, I can play her right. She could be really, really quick. But then, like, there's also, like, some, like, slow, heavy-hitting moves and stuff. So she she's kind of that weird balance character. And, ugh. Yeah, because I, um... I... I like... Uh, there's two characters I like the most, and I probably will tag these guys together when I eventually play Tekken Tag Tournament 1 and 2. Um, I really like... Um, I really like Paul and King. Those are probably my two favorite guys in the game. <laughs> I I did like King. King is is awesome, and I love seeing King at uh conventions. Uh, just these like these guys who've like re worked really really hard on their physique. Some of them are actual like physical trainers or professional bodybuilders and stuff. And they're off time when they're not cosplaying, and then they don like the King. Uh, I suppose you could call it a helmet, <laughs> mask, whatever. I, uh, yeah, because it, those are fun to see see at conventions. I took a picture with a king. <laughs> like, like I took a picture with a king cosplayer. Like he had like a lucha underground shirt on. He was wearing the Dota E title, and he was wearing the, the king head. <laughs> Just like it was, it was, it was hilarious. I love it. I want to say one of my friends has done a king, but it might have been a long time ago, and he's gotten a lot sh uh, more shredded since then. What's uh, who's your profile picture supposed to be in your your that cosplay in your profile picture? Uh, which one? Skype? No, not Skype. Discord. Uh, Discord. Uh, good question. Oh, that's my Sylvanas Windrunner. Is that is that the one you're most proud of? That's the one that's taken the most work so far, but she's about to be, uh, that title is going to be replaced by what I'm currently working on. Uh, I'm currently working on a Diablo 4 Lilith. I have a few supplies that are on back order, but otherwise it's finished. It just needs paint. I, um, I, now, now I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I've only seen the very, like, what that post on Facebook that you posted of your cosplay and this profile picture. I would love to see more of your cosplay if you have a link to more photos because I would love to support and show your content. Yeah, I can uh, throw you one here on, on, on Discord and you can have a look while we're talking. Let's yeah. See here. I'm, I wouldn't, there would be no doubt you have an Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, I have. Let's see here. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon. I have a Twitter. I don't remember what the Twitter handle is because I never use Twitter. Um, but I have one. I just don't know what it is. Do you, um, what, uh, what, are you a, uh, are you a, um, an East Coast cosplayer, a West Coast cosplayer, Midwest cosplayer? What scene are you part of? I'm in the Midwest. Oh, you are in the Midwest. Yes. Are you? Did that? I don't. I'm not sure that link even worked. So give me a second here. It's all right. So what? Um. What? Uh. You don't have to say town, but state. What? What state? Um. What state are you from? Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, that's cool. The, the, I don't hear very many cosplayers on Nebraska, so I mean, it's cool to, to talk to a Nebraskan cosplayer. 
it's funny about the Nebraskan cosplayers because uh, we're very, very sparsely populated. There's like the two big major cities, which are Omaha and Lincoln, and those are like places where uh, people get off on the airplanes and stuff and do sightseeing. And there's business, big businesses and stuff that are like mutual of Omaha and stuff like that. And we have two, three conventions in Nebraska a year. And a lot of those cosplayers go to, like, the one. And for a lot of those cosplayers that I've met through my job, through my cosplay, and uh, through my teaching at the Metro Community College, I actually teach a, a course where I teach people how to, to start and how to make their own cosplays. Um, a lot of them are real home buddies. Like, not gonna lie. <laughs> they, they, they venture out for the one thing a year, and that one thing is Anime to Brasscon, which is the biggest one that we have here. And they think that that is the best. And I've been to a few conventions around the Midwest, and I'm sitting there like, you guys need to get a better frame of reference for what a good convention is because while this is an okay party con there are better conventions out there guys i'm just saying so, save a little bit extra, save a little bit more money and go to a bigger anime convention or a bigger uh, bigger midwestern convention and, and kind of broaden your horizons a little bit because if your only convention experience is only this one local convention and that's the only thing you leave your basement for all year yeah it's like you're not going to have a broad scope for what is and is not a good convention what is or is not a good cosplay you're pretty much showing up there just to get drunk as naruto okay we can... <laughs> what? Drunk as Naruto? What? It, like I said, it's a party con. Uh, after hours, I think it's about after 7 or 8 p.m., the nightlife kicks up. So there are room parties with alcohol. They check your IDs and stuff like that. People pretty much mill around the, the convention center, go to these different late night panels. They go to the rave. Um, some of them get high. No judge. I, I don't judge, but whatever. And... Uh, they pretty much just go to get drunk as an anime character with their friends. And uh, that's cool if that's your scene. And uh, I have been to other anime conventions where that's kind of been the, the same thing, like NakaCon in Kansas City. But like the programming and the way it's all spaced out and the different partnerships they get into with the different businesses and stuff that are related to the the anime theme of the convention such as like uh, hooking up with like a, a ramen distributor and stuff like that is way better than what anime nebrascon in omaha brings not to say that anime nebrascon is bad i do have friends that work with the convention they do a really good job and stuff like that it's just they need to change it up a little bit I know they can't change like venues or anything like that because certain venues won't even have them um, just because of space issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but mm, I feel like there's certain things that they could change, certain things they can make different, uh, certain things they can make better. Um, the cosplay contest, I feel like, goes on way too long at Anaheim, Nebraska. I was there last fall uh, for the Metro Community College uh, course and I was having my students uh, kind of debut their costumes as kind of like an intermission for the cosplay contest that evening. We sat in those seats for three goddamn hours watching people go on and off the stage and I was sitting there like, you know what? I, You could have just texted me when it was time for us to be here and we could have all gotten like ramen or burgers or something because like i'm starving <laughs> this was unnecessarily long yeah it's like like if you're like 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 if we're, if we're not ready to go up on stage to show off our awesome content then why are you making us sit here and we can be eating food instead because <laughs> mm -hmm. like the they have 
the regular cosplayers who are actually competing go first, and then they have like the occasional skit, and they kind of limit those to about three minutes apiece, and everyone else has like one minute, maybe a little less, and then uh, they have like their intermission, which is like their their big uh, co-hosts or whatever. Like uh, this last year was a uh, a anime dance group. I forget what they were called. They had amazing energy, and they kept that going the entire three hours while sitting in their seats. And they're watching people come on stage, and on the stage they play like different anime theme songs or whatever for the people to walk to. It may not even be related to that person's costume. It's just they throw on music so somebody can be like, ah, pose, 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 and off they go. It's but, like, they kept that energy going. Like, they were just sitting in their seats waiting for their chance to go on stage for their little half-hour show. And, like, they were pumped. They were, like, doing all these, like, hand signs and stuff and cheering. And I'm sitting there like, how many Red Bulls have you had today? <laughs> My <laughs> lord. No, I can, I can imagine them take one of them off their shirt and go like, wow. Sweet. Like, they went through like seven costume changes in half an hour on that stage for like each little musical bit that they were doing, and I, 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 I know it's a really popular anime or something. It's a, it's some sort of dance or musical anime. I want to say Love Live, but I'm not a hundred percent certain that's what they were from, because I haven't seen that one. I'm I'm not into musical or dance animes myself yeah but uh that's what they were doing they were in their costume for the first portion of their uh set sitting there in their seats waiting for their chance to go on after the costume contest and they had that energy that whole time holy crap and i'm sitting there in my einzel gone costume from overlord and this thing is massive yeah. And I'm like, I just want a beer and a burger. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm stretched, so I, I don't I don't drink, smoke, or do any drugs. But it sounds crazy. I don't drink either, but like I I just like I when I'm out and about with friends at conventions, which for me happens maybe four times a year max. I will have, like, a beer or a glass of wine if it complements what I'm eating with my friends. If it doesn't complement what we decide to go out to eat, then I just get, like, a soda or something. A tea or a water or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, man. <laughs> you're, that, that's, a, that's crazy. I mean, like, I'm, I mean, like. So you're saying like people from out of state come to like your anime convention in Nebraska and they think it's the best thing they ever been to, but then but then you've been to like other conventions and like yeah, there's a way better than this. Not people from out of state, people in state. Oh, in state? Oh. Yeah, they they people. Not a lot of people in Nebraska will leave Nebraska for whatever fucking reason. I'm sitting here like one of those folks like. Get the hell out! Leave! Do something with your life! Don't be another child of the corn! Leave! <laughs> no but child no. Of the corn. <laughs> I love that. I love that terminology. <laughs> but no, they will. They will sit here and stay here because they can't afford to leave, or they get you know, do something stupid like getting pregnant early. Uh. There's the link for you. Or, you know, whatever. For a lot of th these folks, especially with uh, some of the smaller towns in Nebraska, uh, high school is the absolute peak of their life. And if you think about the entirety of someone's lifetime, saying 80 years, and your first 18 years of your life <laughs> yeah. was the peak of your life... Yeah. That's sad. That is hella sad. I mean, have you ever I mean now now you're now now I may get this wrong, but Nebraska's right under Ohio, right? Uh Nebraska is west of Iowa, north of Kansas, south of South Dakota, and east of 
Colorado and Wyoming. Oh, so you're, oh, so, oh, so I got that all dead wrong. Oops. <laughs> you, you're, you're yeah, like you could throw a dart on a map of the United States and you will more than likely hit in the dead center, Nebraska. Yeah, you, you guys are you guys are out west. I thought you guys were out east. <laughs> but but no, I'm saying like I was gonna say, have you ever been to to the to the con called Con on the Cob? Haven't heard of it. Yeah, there. Yeah. I did meet a corn vendor one time when I went to a, an outdoor, uh, not an outdoor convention, uh, an outdoor concert. And uh, this guy was selling, like, sweet corn because it was peak season for sweet corn. And the guy had the best salesmanship I have ever seen. Because... because... He's selling corn! (laughs) Corn? (laughs) And he's sitting there, like, screaming at these, like, drugged out, just freaking concert attendees going, Come and get your corn! I know you fuckers are hungry! <laughs> oh, God. Be walking by, he goes, You can eat the corn and then use the cob to wipe your ass with later. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to put the explicit tag on this episode. <laughs> like, that, like, the guy was like crude, but uh, it was like, it was a buck for like a, a thing of corn, and everything else is like deep fat fried. And, you know, full of fat, sugar, salt, not necessarily stuff you want to be eating uh, over the course of, like, this weekend-long concert outdoors in the dead heat of August. Did you? So up- it's like, you need, like, a vegetable. So we got some of the corn on the cob, and that was damn good sweet corn. He put a little butter on it for us, but it was like, it didn't even need the butter. It was just really good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome. But, but, like, it did make me think of, like, of all the things that they had there for, for eating at this, this concert thing, where the hell did they find the cord guy? <laughs> they, 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 pro- they probably were, you know, you live in Nebraska, there's a lot of corn, so I'm pretty sure they, they found a local farmer and they said, hey, let's get It was in Illinois. Is it Illinois? <laughs> it was in Illinois. Hey, we got cornfields here, too. But, like, they had, you know, you had your, your burger, you had your, your kind of, like, street fair food with, like, a, a crocodile on a stick and, and cor- corn dogs and stuff like that. A lot of deep fat fried stuff, funnel cakes, burgers, big slices of cardboard pizza that are really, really greasy. But where did they find the corn guy? I swear to God, the corn guy was just somebody on the side of the road who must have caught their attention, and they're like, "Let's go! You're coming with us. This is a concert thing. You you earn a lot of money for your corn." And the corn guy's like, "I'm down." Like, where did you find the corn guy? No, 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 no. He's no. It's probably like this. He's like, no. He's like, um, no, no. He's like, no. He's sitting there right on on, on the side, like at his farm on the on the porch of his house, and he's just like. And the and the people and the concert people roll up and 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 they're like like hey what like what are you doing on my yard on my cornfield yard and they're like uh, sir we are here because we because we're having a weekend long concert and we need a uh, fresh food at this concert so would you supply us with your fresh food and, and he's like how much you paying completely free I'm in. <laughs> And he, and he grabs all the corn out of his field and bring, trucks it with him. <laughs> Could be. I don't even know. But, I mean, have you, uh, speaking of conventions and corn, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the corn place. Have you, have you ever, have you ever heard of Con on the Cob? <laughs> no. It's a convention in Ohio. I've never been to, but I want to go to because the name is just amazing. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even cosplay to that one. I would just show up as a corner from the <laughs> from our, our college team. Like, we have what they call corn heads. It is literally a freaking thing of corn that people wear on their head, kind of like the heads from uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. I'd just show up as a corn husker. I'd be wearing like a, a, a 
you know, Nebraska Cornhuskers t-shirt and wearing one of the corn heads and just show up and be like, I, I heard this was a, a corn convention. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would show, no, me and my friend, I was going to tell my friend who lives in Ohio that, that we should go there as two big, big ears of corn. Just corn on the cobs. <laughs> I bet they have those costumes too. I mean, it, probably not much different than the, the, the banana cup. Or the mustard and ketchup bottles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So like, um, so like, uh, you're a vampire girl, right? Then. Well, that's my gamer tag. But are you are you really in like vampires? Are your thing though outside the gamer tag? No, I've always been drawn to vampires and stuff like that. But like the primary vampire. My primary vampire what? My primary vampire con. Yeah, a lot more of uh, my variety, because it is more of a comic con. Um, they do have, like, some anime stuff. Like, they were going to have a whole host of the My Hero Academia uh, voice actors from uh, from Funimation, the English dub uh, characters. And... Uh, Yeah. And, uh... I lost my train of thought. Um, so, like, they, they, they do have anime stuff and, and anime content that they do bring in um, because, you know, voice actors and stuff are really, really popular and a big draw uh, for some people. as Just as much as actual celebrities like Jason Momoa and Jason David Frank and, and, and people like that. Yeah, that that's really that's really cool. I mean, like, um, there's gonna be probably no way in hell I'm getting out, any out to some Nebraska convention anytime soon. But sounds fun. <laughs> they they are fun. They are fun. Um, I do like the uh, room parties, which are centralized around the uh, the main. Uh, I guess you would call it a courtyard of the uh, the hotel. They call it the Zen Garden, and. Uh, there's like eight rooms, maybe 12, but I think it's eight. And each one has like a different theme. And then they'll centralize decorating that room with uh, the different decorations related to that theme and crafting these alcoholic beverages that are based off of that theme. So like they usually have like a Disney one. Uh, there was a My Little Pony one for about three years straight. Um, the My Little Pony alcohol will knock you on your ass. Oh my lord! <laughs> like the the because you couldn't taste the alcohol. They made it like so sweet and so delicious. What you would expect for a My Little Pony beverage, but it's filled with so much alcohol that if you had one too many, and I'm talking just like one of those regular little plastic red party cups. Damn! Like like like. Just, it's bad yeah you don't want to be drinking that too fast uh too fast and you kind of want to like just sip it slow or if you do drink the one fast you want to cut yourself off right there because uh there is a ton of alcohol in that that is not just kool-aid added to vodka that is probably mango flavored vodka and, and strawberry flavored vodka and all these other things it's just straight alcohol and you just can't taste the the alcohol is it <laughs> let me guess they call it like my my little pony the real edition <laughs> no it was just like the my little pony room like they had a. Uh... The zebra pony, whatever her name was. She had a jungle juice drink. Then there's a Pinkie Pie's party uh, glass. And then there was like a the the Rainbow Dash's rainbow vomit or something like that. It, the, the theme of the rooms really didn't seem to matter as much at Anime to Brass Con. Uh, so much as people getting fucked up. Well, I got well, I got I got some stories that I can tell from DaishoCon last year. <laughs> Daisho, I hear, is another one of those party cons, kind of like a Dragon Con is. Yeah, so here, so here's the thing. 
Um, so, so obviously they had like you know there's there's this parties all over the place, people drinking and getting 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 knocked up and whatever because you know conventions and parties and such. But like there's like this yeah, because because they totally got pregnant. Someone probably did. Uh, probably someone probably did uh, by the end of that weekend. <laughs> but but um. <clears throat> But they, but there's this one party where supposedly they they had like, like they had like a, how do I say this in the cleanest way possible? <laughs> they had, they had a backside eating out party, <laughs> where they got so that they got so so effed up that they that they were like, yeah, we're gonna do this <laughs> if you get my drift. <laughs> that sounds like a normal party con to me. It is. It, it's crazy. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> I, I love the convention, but just like I'm, I'm not really in it for the for the crazy for the crazy party and drinking. But honestly, <laughs> because I, I'm not because I'm not a drinker, so I don't really get involved with that. So, um. Yeah, um, see here, craziest thing I ever saw at a convention, um, was actually, um, NACACON, Kansas City, uh, we were doing, like, our own little private room parties, because they don't have room parties at NACACON, um, we just came back from the rave, we were having a couple of drinks, and it was just, yeah, a small gathering of friends, maybe about 12 people in, in between the two rooms and stuff, and we were running low on alcohol, so uh, my buddy says to me that he has an entire cooler full of jungle juice in his room, and uh, he needs my help to to go and grab it. So I'm like, sure, I'm down. So I follow him to his room, and we walk in, and there are a couple of uh, furries uh, just going at it, having it a, a good time, you know, doing the, the sexy thing. What? It, what? <laughs> in the furry costume? Not in the furry costume, because, I mean, those furry costumes can cost upwards of, like, $2,000 just to make, not even to buy. So, like, the only indication I knew that they were furries is that there were two separate costumes in the uh, in the room on the foot of their bed with, like, two heads. So there was, like, a, a blue and purple fox and, and something else there. Um... So, like, their fursuits were on the, the, the foot of the bed where they were uh, going at it. And uh, the cooler was right there at the foot of the other bed. So we just kind of grabbed it and left. My buddy, because apparently these are someone he's rooming with, was not phased. This was, like, my third convention I'd ever been to. So I was like, huh. Some of the stories are real. Wait, wait, okay then. Wait, you guys just walked in and they didn't even, they didn't even stop or anything. They just they were just like, uh, we don't care. They, they paused for a second to see who it was, and once they saw it was their buddy, they're like, yeah, okay, and you know, just kept going. Oh god, <laughs> that that sounds that, so. So I'm pretty sure you saw and heard a lot of things you were not expecting to see and hear that weekend. <laughs> Yeah, um, I got blackout drunk that weekend. So, um, from about midnight till seven in the morning is a, uh, I don't remember shit. See, I don't. It's not like it's not like I'm trying to leave the con life boring, but it's just like you know, it's just like, man, just so much craziness going going on in one convention. It's crazy. Oh yeah. A lot of crazy things can happen at the conventions and stuff. And, like, Planet Comic Con has its nightlife, too, but since it's at an actual convention center and not a hotel, um, people have to leave after, like, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whenever, you know, convention end time is. But they partner up with the uh, Power and Light District in downtown Kansas City, which is near that area, with a bunch of the different bars and things there to have... Uh, to let people have fun and stuff. They'll have, like, uh, themed drinks or even their own little costume contests at these bars and things. 
I personally just like going to the place. Uh, this place is called the Pawn and Pipe. It is a board game D&D type uh, bar. And they even sell like the board games. They sell miniatures. They sell dice. They sell uh, the books and stuff. And just going over there for a beer and, and chilling out with friends and playing like Scrabble or whatever afterwards. Because oh, like I've seen a lot of crazy shit at different conventions. But I personally at the end of a convention day would just rather get out of my costume and go get some food and then crash. Because by the end of the day, it doesn't matter what hotel or convention center or whatever you're wandering around at. You're wandering around that convention from anywhere to from 6 to some of us 14 hours on our feet. <laughs> like... By the time the con is done, we just want to get out of our shoes and just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and just have someone hand feed us because <laughs> we are just that dead tired. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, people say all of that for a convention scene, but if we say that about like our jobs. We, we're like, like, we can't say the same thing about our jobs. <laughs> Almost. You know, you know what I'm saying. I can't stand at my job either. It's like, like, like. Like, people want to say, like, oh, we watched 14 hours and enjoyed it. They're going to say, we watched 14 hours and we hated it. <laughs> Sounds like they need a different job, because I love mine. Where, what kind of job do you do? I am a assistant store manager of a gaming, uh, a gaming store. Like what, like D&D, like D&D kind of gaming store? Video games. Oh, video games. Because, like, you know, there's the D&D, there's, the, there's two kinds. There's the video game, and then there's, like, D&D board game stuff. I would have said tabletop shop if it was a D&D and board games type. But, um, what do you, what do you like? Um, I, I'm, guess, I'm guessing you, you know it all about video games then to, to work there so people can... Be... I, I know a fair amount, and what drives me crazy is when... Someone tries to sell me some, uh, tries to tell me something contradictory to the actual truth, and they'll be like, "You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're a woman." I want to strangle that motherfucker. Yeah, because it's like I've been at this job for like seven years. I know what the hell I'm talking about. I know they did not make Black Ops 2 for PlayStation 4 unless it was a download, because there is no hard disk copy for that game. What, a Black Ops 2? But Black Ops 2 on PS4, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, Black Ops 2 was on PS4, I'm like, uh, maybe on download, but not on hard disk. Well, that's an ineffectual statement, because I had Black Ops 2 on a PlayStation 4 game disk, and I played it all the time, I'm like, I've been here since before the PlayStation 4 came out. It was not on PlayStation 4, you dipshit. But they'll be like, no, you're, you don't know what you're talking about, because it, it definitely was on disc, because I had it. I'm like, you're full of it. You had it on PS3? I know that. You didn't have it on PS4 on hard disk. Well, isn't there a Black Ops on PS4 now? Yeah, there's Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4, and I think some of the older ones are available for download, but those older ones are only available for download, and they're not uh, available through hard disk. Yeah, wasn't there wasn't there a Tekken game only available for download, but, but never put on hard disk? Yeah, I don't remember which one that was, though. How, uh... How, uh, since you've been working there for seven years, how big was the Kazaria Live launch? I'll tell you this. Before Guitar Hero Live came out, we had a Guitar Hero Live demo on our PlayStation 4 that our Sony representative set up. That same day that the uh, demo finishes downloading and is premiered and it's live for people to play was also the same day that all the high schools were having their homecoming. Yeah. A lot of the guys came to our store to play the Guitar Hero live demo instead of picking up their dates or going to Homecoming. 
they just sat there for about an hour and a half playing through like the three songs that were on the demo. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you skip out on on your homecoming just to go to the go to your local GameStop to freaking, you know, play a demo for only three songs? You get four homecomings in ho- in high school. <laughs> Did... You only get to play the premiere of a demo with the actual guitar once. So, yeah. I, I guess I, I saw that, but it was just kind of funny seeing all these uh, well-dressed kids come in just to play Guitar Hero. But, like, how was the actual launch? Like, when the game actually got released and it was ready to launch, how was that? Well, the launch went really well. We actually had a big turnout for that, but, uh, yeah, the the idea for Guitar Hero Live was sound in theory, but flawed in execution. People just wanted more of the same old Guitar Hero that they remembered from like the 10 years ago on the PlayStation 2 and stuff. They didn't want uh, so much changes in the button uh, layout of the guitar or how it looked on the screen and stuff like that. So. I think that's really what led to its downfall. And then, of course, DLC. Nickel and diming everyone to death for different music and stuff instead of having uh, to just earn them. Uh, really kind of hurt them, too. Yeah, because I, I'm i a huge guitar owner. Like, like I had all the games. I didn't, I didn't get them, like, as they came out because I didn't start playing it in 2005. But, mm-hmm. but like, I... um. But after, but obviously my first one was Guitar Hero 3, the one everyone loves, which I'm pretty sure when you guys have copies there, everyone wants to clamor for it. Um, but, but like, it's, it's a, um, whatchamacallit, I mean, it's a, it's a great series. Did you like it? Hmm. I'm sorry, what was the question? Are you a fan of Guitar Hero? I'm not a big fan of rhythm-based games. Uh, the only rhythm-based game I liked um, was Amplitude on the PlayStation 2. And they had a something similar, a remake on PlayStation 4 by the same name, which was pretty damn close. But on the PlayStation 4, it was all techno music, whereas on the PlayStation 2, it was different genres of music. Uh, so I had more fun on uh, that one than I did with the PlayStation 4 one. You didn't, uh, you didn't like DDR? Cause Khan. No, I no, I it's not uh, Khan that I didn't like. It was just with DDR with the big dance mats and stuff like that. I have no fucking coordination, so I just sucked ass playing those games. Same with Just Dance. I I I can't I can't dance, so it doesn't work. I'm not. I never played Just Dance. Never played on it. I want to play DDR because D, DDR. I mean, just seems like the next logical step when you, after you get good at Guitar Hero. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but but I want but I also want to put down that that sorry that you that your job's on high A's right now because of the whole um quarantine. It, it's, it's just it's not on hiatus um because I am still working. It's just reduced hours, and it's all curbside pickup for video games, which is kind of like drive-through gaming. Instead of having people just come and wander around because they're fucking bored. Oh, so you, and so... in this little itty bitty town where I live, people just show up because they got nothing better to do. And with it being quarantine and everything like that, it's like, we can't have that. I don't care how bored you are. Go home. Discover some new music. Learn how to play an instrument. Learn how to crochet something. You do not need to be bothering folks at their jobs in retail because you're bored. You have the entirety of the internet and the world's knowledge at your fingertips on your cell phone. Find something to do. Like, like uh, I mean, like wait, like what do you do? You're like you gotta like wear like like protective equipment and just hand and just stick your hand out the door with their item and just give it to them and say have a good day or what. Yeah, pretty much uh, crack open the door, ask them what they're there to pick up, uh, and 
grabbed the item, uh, ring them up with a credit card and, and handed it to them out the door. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot of, if any, direct contact with anyone. I can wear gloves if I want to, but for me, it's just easier to be washing my hands between guests. And I wear uh, my uh, cosplay mask from my uh, KDA cosplay uh, from League of Legends. Uh, I wear that as a protective face shield because I don't want to use any of my good face masks that I use for painting and stuff when I'm making cosplay because that would just be a waste. What's... um. But, what am I trying to say? Um, like, why, why is there a plus in your cosplay title on your Facebook page? Plus is a symbol. Yeah, but... It means more, it means additionally, um, alternatively, it also means because I am plus size. And it's just something that kind of, like, catches your eye. So it's, like, part of my brand, part of my logo, um that big buttery yellow rose and then of course that big per, uh, plus symbol I mean you're you're uh you're a bunch of Macaw your your content I mean your content's pretty awesome I mean you have a lot of different kind of cosplays here I mean looking while we're talking here so I can get a good idea of what I'm talking about but it's it's pretty neat I gotta say I, I do have a lot of cosplays. I just don't have the money to be paying photographers to uh, photograph them uh, properly. Because it's like, those are the photographs that uh, people want to see. Those are the photographs that people want to buy at conventions and stuff like that. Those are the photos that make people want to subscribe to the Patreon uh, channels and stuff like that. Is the pro photos, not the, the selfies and stuff like that. So like sure some people for Patreon will do it for like the the private Snapchat or whatever but I don't I don't do any of that like I give them Snapchat access but I I don't do anything weird I mean usually on Snapchat I'm just sharing stupid memes and 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 videos of my dog so <laughs> I mean what do you mean what do you mean by like anything weird like like just like out of the ordinary or something that would be on something like a Snapchat it's just normal Snapchat like stuff, but like premium Snapchats, which you see with some cosplayers, is where they'll be selling uh, uh, pictures of them, uh, selfies, videos of them, and cosplay. Uh, more often than not, doing uh, lewd or nude type things, and and that's just not my bag personally. But I mean, I have done some boudoir stuff and stuff like that, but uh, I'm I'm not into like selling my my nudes on snapchat just to to earn a following uh for my cosplay because no that should be that should be private matter <laughs> mm. for for the for the significant other in your life <laughs> i don't have one except for my dog and that's all i need uh, i thought that's what, i thought that's what's in your profile though <laughs> Yeah, my profile says that I am taken, but that is intentional because um, people have, uh, men especially, have a hard time understanding no when a, women, when a woman tells them no. So saying that I'm in a relationship instead of saying I'm single and not looking, they're less likely to be sending me unsolicited dick pics and things of that sort. If they see in a relationship as opposed to single and not looking. That's true. I've people have told me crazy stories about about crap like that, like for real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Um what what is your what is your favorite cosplay? Did, did I ask you what your favorite cosplay was? Mm-mm. What's your favorite cosplay then? Favorite one? Let me think on that. I'm kind of like mid bite right now. Uh, give me a second. I'm having I'm having dinner. I haven't ate since like uh, ten this morning. So. No, it's fine. Okay. 
I can't say that I have like a favorite. There are definitely characters that I enjoy doing. Like Katana, I have two different cosplays for Katana from two different games. Soon to be three because I'm going to make her classic Mortal Kombat 2 outfit uh, to make my little seven-year-old self proud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love playing as I love cosplaying as Blood Rain as well, so I have two different costumes for her. And then there's just ones that I'll make for fun for me. Uh, compliments for like my friends because I'm also part of a cosplay group called Team Three Star Cosplay. We do a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. Um, and kind of parody the parody of Team Four Star and have a great time doing that. So, like, I'll have uh, I have a Frieza cosplay. Uh, I don't have many pictures from that because it's quite frankly not my best work, but I made it for them for this uh, Goku versus Frieza skit that we did for a contest. What? And, and who won in your little. Who won in that confrontation? <laughs> Uh, Goku did, <laughs> but uh, All right, there's but the... uh, we did, we did win uh best in show for the uh, performance portion of that uh that cosplay competition. So there's always get that nice little little award hanging on my wall. And then, and then there's the meme that goes like Vegeta, Vegeta. <laughs> I love that. I I. I can't even make fajitas now without calling them fajitas. When? Because of Napa. So, like, every time I'm making fajita meat and stuff for fajitas for the day or for the next week or whatever, I got Napa in the back of my head going, fajita. I'm like, but they're fajitas. Fajita. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> that, that should, that should, you should open up a freaking restaurant and just and make fajitas on the menu and just call them Vegitas. <laughs> with the picture of Napa right next to it. Yeah, and they're and they're just and they're just like Dragon Ball. Like what was the Dragon Ball Z? We got ramen, we got this, and we got Vegeta. <laughs> That's on the bucket list list. There is a place called the Supa Saiyan. <laughs> it is a soup and restaurant pl uh, restaurant type place in Florida that is entirely themed around Dragon Ball Z. Super Saiyan. I'm just saying. The Supa, the Supa Saiyan. <laughs> We're just saying. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you get like uh, everyone in like Super Saiyan mode on the poster and, and, it, and it's a uh, and it says what? And it says like, below it, like we're just saying we're good. <laughs> and saying spelled like Super Saiyan style. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, what is your um? What is your favorite like um? What's like your favorite like? Favorite thing to do at a convention like on the con floor. Like, do you, do you like just meeting with other people or do you like filming videos or taking lots of pictures or what's your thing? Honestly, I'm just on the con floor. I love trying to go to panels when I can, but like most of my costumes don't have pockets and I don't usually travel with like a handler who can carry my things to tell me, hey, this panel is this time or this panel is that time. So I'm just on the floor in my cosplay and getting talked to by folks, having my picture taken. If I'm there with my best friend, Midwest Kratos cosplay, we're not moving more than three feet at a, at a time. Because we will just be swarmed with pictures between the two of us. Yeah, so what, so what do you do with all your, um... What do, you, what do you do with all your stuff, how you carry it around? Do you just get bags from the, from the vendors and so you can just carry your stuff around in? I don't buy anything at a convention until Sunday because uh, as often as I've gone to conventions and stuff, especially with like little private vendors and, and artists, by Sunday, they're more willing to negotiate with you 
because they still want to turn a profit, but they've also brought so much stuff with them that they just want to get rid of it. So usually on Sunday is when I'm wearing a more lightweight, more comfortable cosplay and bringing a bag with me where I can actually purchase stuff from the artist alley in the vendor's hall. Yeah, because because yeah, because usually on Sunday I I would feel like that's the best day for you to, for for people to be going out and buying like, you know, stuff because that's the day everyone usually leaves, so they don't usually like the like the wear like heavy or important cosplay on the Sunday. Right. I mean, when I was there, and there's the same thing with the uh, the artists and the vendors and stuff. Like they have a lot of stuff that they set up on their little booth. They don't want to be hauling all of that back to their car. They don't want to be hauling all of that back home. They want to try to get rid of as much stuff as possible while they still can. What um what what is the coolest thing you ever saw at on a con floor that you would all that you always have wanted? That I always wanted? Yeah, yeah, like 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 even like like you saw and you're like, oh I want that. I haven't run into anything yet. Nothing well, I mean I can tell from your profile picture and from some of your cosplays you're into more of that. World of Warcraft, D and D, Skyrim thing. So I feel like you'd like be in for the medieval crap, you know. No, I love that stuff. It's just I also live in a very small house, and I don't have a whole lot of room. So I try to prioritize what I want and what I need. So like, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. So like, I have a very large Nightmare Before Christmas collection. But I started prioritizing stuff for that to try to condense down how much I have. Because I will always get more. It's just, okay, I can't be having action figures anymore. I can't be having uh, home decor anymore. I can't be having uh, ornaments or or cups and things of that sort anymore. So for my Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, I pretty much limited it now to just stuff I can wear or high-end collectibles. And then like stuff for my Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but... Again, that's a lot of cool stuff, and it goes, spans back decades, over 40 years, right? Yeah. So that is way too much collectible stuff that I could possibly put in this tiny, tiny little house. So I prioritize for the Star Wars stuff to try to keep it fixated on, like, kitchen supplies. Because I have, like, a Death Star waffle maker. I have you do? Uh, decals. and Yeah. I have Star Wars decals, I have Star Wars posters in my kitchen, I have a lot of uh, Star Wars plates, cups, uh, uh, glasses, and things of that sort, so um, you're the nerdiest I try to keep all my... You're the nerdiest house on What's... the block. <laughs> my house looks like a crack addict, uh, crack addict shack from the outside, but you wouldn't know that a nerd lives here from, from, from outside, but definitely indoors, it is very much very nerdy. Do you have the Do you have the the Darth Vader toaster? <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, and my little sister was planning on buying it for me as a Christmas gift, but she was reading the reviews and it said that uh, more often than not, it smells like plastic burning. And uh, she just did a smart thing and said, "You know what? I don't trust it, so I'm not going to get it for you." But hey, I got these. Uh, the salad plate and uh, and pint glass set for you uh, from your wish list. That that that's crazy. If I ever get my own, like if I ever get my own, I mean I'm a huge wrestling nerd, so I probably like if I ever get my own place, I'll probably decor it with a lot of the stuff I like. Mainly, mostly like punch like wrestling stuff and 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 Guitar Hero stuff and. Just a bunch of cool, nifty stuff that I have. <laughs> oh yeah, my entire uh, living room is all Dragon Ball Z. Whoa, <laughs> Dragon! You you love Dragon Ball, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. And with my Dragon Ball Z, because the living room is pretty big and I have a lot of shelves and things, I don't limit myself to what I can and cannot have for Dragon Ball Z, like I do the other stuff. 
So, like, I have posters, I have tons of statues, I've got Funko Pops, I've got some of the old 90s action figures from when I was a kid, the old Burger King stuff and McDonald's stuff from when I was a kid still. Yeah. All lined up and stuff on, on little rows and stuff like that. So I just have a lot of Dragon Ball stuff that are just kind of tastefully put all over my living room. Do you uh do you have do you have a basement is is your basement full of nerdy stuff too? <laughs> my basement is a uh cellar and the crypt keeper lives there and I just kinda leave him alone. <laughs> a crypt keeper? That that's funny. <laughs> Are you saying you have a bunch of stuff down there and you just don't go down there? No, it's just a really damp. I mean, it's not even a finished basement. It is just dirt. It is rotting wood. There's a flood pump down there that I have to check from time to time, and if my uh. My fuses go out. I have to go down there to uh, to fix it. And there are more spiders than I know what to do with. And all those cobwebs, I just prefer not to if I can help it. Because wouldn't it be cool if you can convert that thing into like a nerd nerd room? <laughs> That'd be great, but this isn't my house. Yeah, I, I I rent, and my landlords are kind of like slumlords or whatever. So like they're they're fine with me just doing whatever. But like I'm not going to add any additions to the place or add any or fix anything with the place that's going to give them the opportunity to make more money when I move out of here if I ever move out of here. I've been here ten years, so unless something catastrophic happens. I'm probably not going to be going anywhere. I mean, no, when you were talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, it's like, like oh, I got Pure, I got Priorize, got to do all this, and look, mm -hmm. looks, to, looks to the left and, and, see, and sees the massive collection that you that you said you had. <laughs> it, it's it's big. I've I've got a lot of stuff, and the thing is, is because it's like Disney products and stuff like that, and one of Hot Topic's biggest sellers. I will never, ever stop having enough because they constantly make new shit every year. And I have family that's like, well, I don't want to buy you anything you already have. I'm like, just do it. Even if you think I got it. Because chances are I probably don't. And even if by the off chance, the extremely off chance that you do get me something I do have, I don't care. I will love it anyway. Just... Get me Nightmare Before Christmas shit. We've, we've talked about this over the last 30 years. Nightmare Before Christmas shit. Like, like, is every room in your house, like, themed after something, or? Yeah, I have... Let's see here. I've got... Bedroom, kitchen, bathroom cosplay room yeah so every room has a theme like like what like like what like of course one room is dragon ball z but then like is like the bedroom like nightmare before christmas and like the cosplay room just like all your cosplay the cosplay stuff. room yeah the cosplay room is the cosplay room so like i've got posters and things decorating that room that don't fit anywhere else in the house and then I've got, it's got a very large, it's about the size of a very large walk-in closet. And that's where my sewing machine, my desk is. And, uh, of course, I've got a whole separate part of the closet where stuff is hanging up. Wigs, costumes, shoes, uh, another table just full of paint and things of that sort, too. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> We, I just want to let you know, we've been going for an hour and seven minutes. Okay. That's crazy, isn't I it? I don't know how long you take, yeah, I don't know how long you take on these podcasts, so we can end it whenever. I, I usually try to go an hour, but. Oh, okay. But, um, 
But is there anything you want to ask me? Just out of curiosity. No, this is this is your podcast, your baby. I'm just a special guest. <laughs> I know, I'd, what? No, I just no, I just thought no, I just thought if you had anything you can ask it if you like. <laughs> I can't think of anything, and of course I'm eating too, so and and plus uh yeah, I mean like it's like I I feel like we covered a, a lot of ground today. I feel like we Oh yeah. Um Definitely. So I so so yeah, um thank you everyone for listening to episode ninety nine. This is amazing. <laughs> episode ninety nine of Cyber Time Bite everyone. You can find you can um you can find me on Twitter at NostalgiaVant. Follow me on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. Make sure to pick up my Spork, my Spork t-shirt at RedBubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where even you know that the that the Spork is the most powerful of them all. <laughs> How about you? Where can people find uh, your stuff again? Sorry, I got dog hair in my mouth. Um, you can find me on all my social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Buttery Rose Cosplay. No plus on the end, it's just Buttery Rose Cosplay on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Patreon. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all pretty cool. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this interview and and uh you got a lot out of it. And um and hope and hopefully you come back. Hopefully we'll have you on the podcast again sometime in the near future. Be cool. Yeah, we can. Because it probably won't be until you know after. It, you'll probably be like, in the one. It, I can't believe I can't believe I'm gonna say. Oh, my next couple episodes are gonna be like 101, 102. That's crazy. Right. Well, for right now, I hope all of you. Have a fantastic day. Have a good one.